This time on TNT. Guess what? I think I made up a joke, buds. Jono has a new game called One Hit Wonders. And instead of letting work define us, we define work. I promise it'll make sense when you get there. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey, bud. So remember a few years ago, I genuinely thought I made up the joke, what is the best time to go to the dentist, tooth hurdy. And I kind of shopped it around a little bit. People were like, yeah, the Sesame Street joke. I was like, what, what do you mean? Apparently that was a joke that existed for a long time. This time, yeah. I think I have come up with a joke, like a joke. And I know that that instills the ugh, feeling in you too when someone's like, hey, I got one for you. But I think this is, <laughs> I think it's a pretty good joke. And I think, I, I know I've never heard anyone say this and I think it's timely and I yeah. I think it's well. I think it's good. So I'm pretty sure this will be the evidence because it'll be a date stamped podcast that comes out that I made up this joke and I've dropped it on a couple of people with pretty good results. So <laughs> and it's it's sometimes a joke is so good and simple you do come up with it yourself, but it is actually something that's a thing. I know. So it could be in that ballpark, but it, I, I think I'm pretty stoked to hear. Let's let me have it. Okay, great. Um, and I I, I don't uh, I, I don't know if I've nailed the setup, but it's something like this. Ready? Yeah. What are Michael Jackson's personal pronouns? Oh man, what? God. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, you've heard a lot of hee-hee jokes for sure, right? Usually it has some creepy thing connotation. Wait. But yeah, that's that's he, solid for sure. Hee-hee is a punchline to other Michael Jackson jokes? I think I've heard it as a punchline, but not, I don't remember what the joke is. But I remember, I'm pretty sure like the hee-hee was like <laughs> the punchline. It's, I guess... He, I think it had something to do with... Uh, being a creep, but uh, yeah. You used to be able, like Michael Jackson jokes used to be born out of him wearing weird uh, jackets and kind of like owning a chimp and that stuff. And that was kind of safe territory. But obviously the allegations that came out towards the end of his life made even his name almost like a, where's this going? You can hear, feel people <laughs> totally. tense up. So maybe Michael Jackson and gender pronouns in the same sentence is already like people are already like i don't, I don't know about this before you get to this yeah totally <laughs> it's like it's it's in the bill cosby pile right maybe people like, went just... and they don't know if they can laugh at it but at its yeah, core it's like, yeah. <laughs> it the punchline is something that michael jackson does a lot in his music like that checks out and it's yeah, instead of sure. like he they it's he he <laughs> like i think the math of the joke works i'm just not sure if the um implication if, if people are hearing things that i'm not intending i love how it's like if it's gonna go off like what happens like if a joke just spreads like wildfire i know what well, didn't it's, in the, it's what so happens? simple like you, de 
you never get any credit and you never know how big it is because it's always grassroots. Well, right? do, don't they say like 80% of jokes start in jail or something? Probably, for sure. I don't know why jail. Why? Because they're sitting around we have thinking time. stuff to say. <laughs> but I'll be curious to, like, Buds, let us know if he he is a good oh my God. <laughs> joke. Because I think here's what it has going for it. <laughs> now it's like you're really pushing it to be a thing. <laughs> well, here's, here's what it has going for it. It's mercifully short. And, you know, those jokes that people are like, but then the next is, day yeah. he goes back, yeah. but then he goes back the next day and you're no, like, oh, yeah. I just want my life back. So it's short. I know. Checks that box. Yeah. And I think also I... <laughs> the punchline allows you to, you can, uh, like, what does an interrupting cow say? And you get to say moo while the person's saying what? I think you can jump in with hee hee. Almost the tighter to the setup, the better, I think. <laughs> We're going to go away from it, and then I'm going to say hee hee again, and you'll laugh because it'll be a recall. <laughs> so, before you came up with a, a, a game here today, but before you play that, we play it. I, I want to mention, remember how we were singing songs that we, we uh, you could hit the high notes? Yeah. I, 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 I found one that, like, there's no way I can hit the note. What it's song? a whole different key. So it breaks up the point. It's like, if you can sing a high note, that doesn't mean you can sing all high notes. It just means you have a specific space of keys where you can work with your voice. But Do you have song, the song uh, queued up? What is it? No, I don't have it queued up, but I could get it queued up easily. Hang on. <clears throat> it's uh, the Here I Go Again jam. Like, here I go again on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Walking that, down that. the only road I love you. No, we're never gonna. Here I go. He does the really Oh, yeah, high all right. <laughs> yeah, he does. Here I go. Let's find it here. I've been saying to the girls as they sing, Indy sings in the shower every morning now. You have to find the highest note in the song. Make sure you can hit that before you decide what key you're gonna sing it in. Cause you can get boned if you start too high. Is it after the solo? <laughs> yeah. Or is it right here? Is this Doodle a different dum, version? Dum, G, C, D, C, it G, is. G. No wonder. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's all like some new recut version, all rank. It's after the solo, you think? I think so. <laughs> He's really giving her. <laughs> Is it right here? No. <laughs> Is this White Snake? This Tommy Aldrich on drums. <laughs> this actually dovetails perfectly into the game that we're gonna play. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you're gonna hear that here part. Maybe somebody out there knows. How far along in the song here. are you? It must be towards the end. I'm like right at the end. Oh man, here we go again, one more time around the song. 
Is he going back? Oh to the no, chorus? it's fading out. Okay, it's got it's got to be on this one. <laughs> this is like being in an elevator that never ends. <laughs> I like this song. Come on. I think it's coming up here. I hope. Oh! Oh yeah, here it comes. Here it comes, right here. Right now. Whoa. <laughs> I can't, no chance. <laughs> my, my throat just stopped empties. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> It's almost easier <laughs> sucking inward. It's it's just a proof to uh, it like certain like uh, same for uh, Steve Perry from Journey. He's got a crazy hard range that like I can't sing any for even in karaoke for fun Journey songs. Um, but yeah, that's a good example of I cannot even get I can't even. There's no chance in my life I could hit that note. <laughs> I like listening to lights, and I like how he ramps up to it. He bends up. You can bend up to a higher note than you can just hit. You can Who? ramp up to it, right? Like Steve Perry. Oh, for sure, when the yeah. lights well, his... <laughs> go down in the city. Like that, wanna be there, yeah. <laughs> That stuff? Yeah, when he really go well... Don't yeah. stop believing is really hard. Like the notes in that. Are oh yeah, crazy. it's impossible. Forget I was doing it. a corporate so, gig a couple of years ago, and one of the guys at the company was a guitar player, and he was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if you start singing that song, and then I come out and do the solo?" And I was like, uh, "Sure, can we do it in a lower key?" And he was like, "No, man, I need to play it in the original key because people will know." And I was like, "Don't stop believing." Yeah, I was like, "I think people will know if I'm straining to get up there. I think that's more evident." And he's like, "No, man, we can't stray from the original key. It just looks lame." Oh, man. I'll tell you what looks lame. <laughs> Some you, guy with a big so, forehead you're... going, "Ooh, ha, ooh, ha, ha, ha!" <laughs> <laughs> on stage in front of eight thousand people. That Is that what you did? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just nothing <laughs> coming out. <laughs> 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 Like I can get up for that, but the No way! No way! Believe you're up there like he's waiting. He's doing the needles the needles Sean like walking around with the guitar. Yeah. And the solo, let's be honest, the solo was I but it wasn't yeah. like, whoa, <laughs> face melter. No way. And he was like CEO guitar guy. Well, yeah, but he was also like, got to bring in the guitar two days before. It has to acclimatize to the room. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, need to change the strings sure. like 18 hours before. Need to sneak down in the middle oh, of the night man. just to make sure it's still tuned. Like that guy. Oh, need to have a guy watching it. And then he it. was like, ba doodle like, deer gork ba doodle gork ba doodle deer dork ba doodle geek a did he do, did he, what song was it? Was it that? It was like really. No, it wasn't Boys Are Back in Town. It was uh, Don't Stop Believing. Oh, no. 
So what about the diddly 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 and it was all week, I bet. I shouldn't say that. He was a great guitar player. He really was, but he was a scientist about it. Did he have a blazer with um, arms pulled up style? No, couldn't play with that. So it had to have like short sleeve collar shirt. Like and, rock and roll tea? Yeah, yeah. But the, this was a very wealthy company. And this guy had like no all the gear. And For sure. he, he was really good. But I was like, what would you, What do you think about a capo? He was like, no, that's no. We're not going to do that. He had like He had like four stacks behind him. Yeah, four two Marshall for, stacks two. that he brought on the plane. Three for show. One was mic'd. <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Don't stop. So um, what was he doing afterwards? Big hey, baby, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah. No, he 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 ripped it pretty good. It was nice and loud. Um, but yeah. he just wasn't working with a mop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I think if you went to see a thing where this guy, it doesn't matter how good the solo is, if this guy is like. Has Doing frog it. throat. <laughs> oh man! Like, there are certain melody so, things on certain songs that you have to hit. Like, so you are basically like one foot in the ditch the whole yeah. song, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big time. Like uh, you got half a line and then just right into the ditch with the step. Well, with that back song, up. like, um. You need to hit that, right? (laughs) What else are you going to do? Hello? Yeah. Imagine you're just talking it. Um, Don't stop believing. Yeah. I remember even going to see uh, Elton John, and he was throwing away notes that you want to hear, like, I'm a rocket man, rocket man. Like I know why you're going down there. Oh, and he's like, and I'm gonna be high as a kite by that. Like yeah. he totally avoids. It. Yeah, or as we've seen, there's the um, backup singer Sneak. Yeah, that can they jump all hit in it all hard. Yeah, yeah. All super loud on on top of him, and yeah. he's like, gonna be high. As a cat by then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rolling like thunder. Under the covers. Under the like covers. Nope, that's not the melody. So this game, here's how this game that I want to play today came up. I was in the car this morning. Carol and I were driving to um, Halifax to take some merchandise to her store. And we were listening to um, the satellite radio. And the song "What Is Love" was on. She was, the volume was turned down. She was flipping by, and she was like, "Oh, what is love?" And I was like, "Oh, what is that song?" And she said, "You know that song." And she turned it up, and it's obviously "What Is Love, Baby, Don't yeah. Hurt Me." Um, and we talked about "Night at the Rock," "Night at the Roxbury." Yeah, we talked about what is Chris Kattan doing now. Like we talked about it for a few minutes before I noticed that the band. Do you know the band that sings What Is Love? I don't know the band name, no. Hadaway. Yeah. I would whatever, not if DJ I was or something. if I was on a no chance. stand in a, a courtroom and someone made uh, me swear under oath, uh, I would 
I would not say in a million years that was the name of that band. Obviously, you know the song Inside Out. Obviously, don't know the There's name no of the band. There's no way. No so it chance. made me think we should name or sing or play One Hit Wonders for each other. And the other person yeah. has to guess if they if, say if they know the band. Because there are some big yeah. ones like Dexie's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. It's probably, probably the most yeah. famous one-hit wonder, right? Sure, definitely. I think everyone probably knows that one. But yeah. I, I went searching and found some uh, great ones, like songs that I know inside out and frontwards and backwards, but could not name <clears throat> who played it. So we might have some crossover in some yeah. of the ones that you found. So who's going to go first? You go first, since it's your game. Okay. I sing this song every two days out of nowhere, because I loved it. It was really hooky. And I, I I feel like you'll probably know this one. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> yeah, that's Fountains of Wayne. Nice. Um, yeah, I, they're great, though. They are That's great. and Not necessarily one-hit wonder, but yeah. Well, that was the interesting thing. I looked at this article that listed a bunch of one-hit wonders, and some of those bands I'd be like, like, Aha was there, for example. I would beg to differ. The Sun Always Shines on TV was a big song. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, they had a few songs. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but they were also, yeah, for sure. And, but good songwriter and a great band. I actually knew the video director that did that video. Really? I can't remember his name. Used to hang out with him and Stacy Jones. Nice. Um, in uh, L.A. But yeah, good, great band, Fountains of Wayne. And musicians. Poor guy band, passed right? away, right? From the poor guy passed away from COVID. Yeah. And everyone yeah. loved, like everyone in the music business loved him, and he had a lot of credibility as a songwriter. Yeah. I was surprised to see them in this list of one-hit wonders, but I thought I'd start with a softball. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Nice one. Okay, so I got. I got one for you. Okay. From the 90s. I'm gonna, it's got the talking off the top. It's trying to be cool. Got the uh, 90s hip hop beat. Sean Mullins, everything's going to be all right. Rockabye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was apparently written about Drew Barrymore. No, Ray, no. With yeah, the talking off the top. Gonna be alright. <laughs> it's like six minutes, this song. Let's skip to the chorus here. He's still talking. It's two minutes. Is it two minutes in? Yeah. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> I, You know what? I like that song a lot. <coughs> yeah. Rockabye. It has a great right, beat. Okay, I'm going to well, start. These are more contemporary, and then I'm going to work backwards because okay. there were some like all time bangers and songs that they played sporting events and stuff <laughs> that you know the name of, but I didn't know the bands. Um, so another relatively easy one. We've talked about this okay. one before. Close in time. Yeah, semi sonic. Nice. You're two for two. Yeah, I know that one. That's it. I'm not That's going easy on you anymore. That's the guy who. Uh... Wrote the Adele song, the huge one. Which one? First big piano Rolling one. in the Deep? No, uh, the one on their first record, the slow one. Gway. <clears throat> yeah. Like Hello from the Other Side? I don't know. No, like the original slow piano jam that sold 20 million thousand copies. 
Anyway. Crazy. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. I always feel like somebody's watching me, Rockwell. Oh, yeah. I always feel like somebody's watching. <laughs> so basically, Michael Jackson sang the hook and made the song, right? Yeah. Was Rockwell a backup singer? I don't know. Was this, uh... We gotta listen to it till the chorus. It's so good. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that was an easy one, too. But still, um, Rockwell isn't, uh... No one, not everybody knows that one, but I think I think you're gonna do some sweeping on here. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, um, what's what's the next one? Okay, this I get one the is, acapellis. Yeah, I'm doing the acapellis. Uh, okay, I, I'm gonna actually look up the words so I get them right, so that I'm not. Yeah, you got it. <clears throat> I need it. I need it laid out. This was a, a '90s song, one hit wonder. Did not know okay. the name of this band. Maybe I did yeah. at the time. Um, okay, ready? Sure. Yeah. And I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany? <laughs> she said, yes. I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think I, about I, I remember the song, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. I, I don't think, I'm not sure if I can remember the name of the band. It's, uh, there's so many, speaking of pronouns, I said, and then she said, and I replied, yeah. and she wondered. That stuff drives me nuts. It's some, it's some pompous ass name that's just as cheesy as the song title. Deep Blue Something. It? That's right. There it is. Deep Blue Something. Breakfast Activities. Yeah. But that was a big song. For sure it was, yeah. Definite one hit one. I remember, <clears throat> takes me back, that song. To that was what? a good one. Good choice. Takes you back to what? Well, just when I when I hear that song, I'm like, it takes me back to like, I don't know when it came out, 97 or 5 or 6 or something. But it just puts me like on the road or like in New York City, like uh, doing press or just floating around in the tour bus. Did you guys ever do MTV? Yeah, lots of times. Yeah? Yeah. Was that sure. fun? Um... Well, it's it's noticeably big, and you see the 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 difference before like getting on like for like videos being on there for one thing, but when you go there and do interviews or do stuff that they f feature you, back then anyway, you just saw an instant spike in sales and and uh, your shows and bigger places. So yeah, what um, VJs did you cross paths with down there? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. There, uh, like Matt Pinfield, talked to him a couple times. Remember him, the bald Matt? Well, he was a rock guy, wasn't everything. he? Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to remember. I think maybe Kennedy. Remember Kennedy? Yeah, sure. I worked with her. Yeah, and uh, there was like the young surfer dude who kind of was like, I don't remember his name. But yeah. Like anyone who was like from 94 to 2001 or so, 
And then, uh, obviously the talk shows and all that stuff, but that song definitely takes me back. Um, Kennedy and I had the same agent and worked together. We were both correspondents at the brand new, uh, Fox reality channel. And she's on Fox news now still, right? What? Is she? Yeah, she has a, yeah, she's had a show on like Fox news for years now. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. You ready for yours? Yeah, sure am. Maxi Priest. Nope. One hit wonder. It's a cover, obviously, of the great Peter Frampton, Baby, I Love Your Way. But it's yeah, like this a is a regified version of it. It wasn't yeah. Maxi Priest. Yeah. No, but they were kind of copping Maxi Priest vibes. You're never going to get this Who is it? if you don't know it. Big Mountain. Oh, wow. Big Mountain? <laughs> yeah, what? right? Oh, what? No chance. Are you going oh, to see no. Big Mountain tonight? Yeah, man. I hope La-dee-da. they're playing Baby I Love Your Way. <laughs> Just get away. <laughs> man, that's some cheese. Okay, here's your first um, sporting event song. Played at every sporting okay. event. Well, I guess the ones where the home team wins. <laughs> is, it the, is it gonna be the ba dong da dong da dong That one. Gotta work. Gotta work. Gotta work. No, it's Isn't not that Gary, one. But who? Gary Glitter. Gary Glitter. How about this one? Na na na. Pedophile. Na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. I know that isn't the Nylons no, myself. No, it's not. Oh, you know it as the Nylons. I, well, because they covered it. That was their big jam, right? But the one they played at the sporting event. Yeah, no, I don't know the original it's one. It's by Steam. Steam. There on the know, subject of the classic. Nylons, also on this list was the Lion Sleeps Tonight, which I always thought was a Nylons jam, and it's not. They covered it. Well, yeah, and there's like a, the origins of that song is like it tied up in legal stuff. Too. Like um, they, they can't even verify the original who actually wrote it. <clears throat> Curious. I thought it was like a Liebert and Stoller joint, but it's not. It's like one of those like fifties one guy boy band yeah. deals. Some cat like was like, "Hey, I got this song from also my great uncle." Have you watched the Kaminsky Method? Do we talk about it? It's Is Michael Douglas show? and Alan Arkin. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, and I've heard it's good. Is it good? It's great. Mostly what's great about it is Alan Arkin, um, mm. who actually has a place in Cape Breton. He's a great actor and kind of no way. kind of cranky, and you, you kind of can't even imagine him younger than 70. Like, he just seems like one of those guys that was always 70. But he made his fortune as one of the co-writers of the Banana Boat song. No way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, 1957. You can Google that. So he made a whack of money for the Banana Boat song. And so the acting's like, yeah, chip away at that on the side. I thought that was like a work song. I thought so too. I wonder that. Man, we're just dropping the knowledge bomb today. Alan Arkin was awesome. Yeah, is yeah uh, Glenn Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. That's a great uh, performance. Exactly. Yes, it is. 
I bet he played yeah. that role on Broadway in yeah. And Gary Glenn Ross. Probably got crushed it, got tons of Tonys. Hey, Tony! He got an EGOT. He got an EGOT. Check got. out all my Tonys. Um, okay, hit me. We have time for a couple more before the break ski. And then I still have a bunch. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Let's keep rolling. This is great. Like you know it's going off when you hear this. <laughs> I don't I can't even name this song. <laughs> Wait for it. Oh yeah, okay. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's like you try to mess with someone, you just crank it when they're like in the bathtub or something. Oh, and they can't get up and turn it down? <laughs> yeah. That's so cruel. Just like crank it and there you gotta get up and turn it off. What is it? Venga Boys. Oh. So like, Man, what's it eh? called? What year was it? We like to party, the Venga Boys. Oh my gosh. I think it's like right smack in the middle of the 90s. Oh yeah. Um, okay, I want to find one more before 90s. we take a break. Um, okay. Uh, 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 oh, this is good. Oh, okay, because you're a drummer, a lot of drummers want to master this song when they start playing. It's an instrumental. Wipeout? Yeah, what's the name of it? Wipeout? Who's the band? It's a great jam. I think it's I think it's Earl Palmer on drums. It's actually it's the perfect intersection for us because you're a drummer and I like portmanteaus. It's like the safaris. Or yes, surfaris. The safaris. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I got it. Nice. Take a break, bud. And I swear, I knew I was. I wasn't looking. I got it off my top. I was like, I knew it's one of those surf bands. Because they kicked ass, and it's great. That's the last drum fill is baller too. It's bananas. Which begs the question, because they say "wipe out" in the song once, is that an instrumental song? I guess, yeah, for sure. Like uh, Booker T and the MG styles, like Green Onions or like uh, or te- Average White Brand. Tequila? Uh, average White Band, pick up pick up the pieces, like that vibes. Is tequila an instrumental jam? Definitely, for, for sure. Did you ever see, there's totally. a video of a guy who auditioned for America's Got Talent, and he <laughs> did karaoke of tequila. So it goes like no 64 bars with him just standing there looking puzzled at the audience. So the same, like, that's what Pee Wee Herman did, the same bit. Did he? Yeah, just standing there waiting to do tequila. Oh, he ganked so, his style, man. He's ripping Pee Wee Herman. Did people go for it? Big time. But I think then, okay, so you get on America's Got Talent. What do you do in week two during the Smackdowns or whatever it's called? I don't know. What do you do? You got to do uh, another instrumental. Then do you uh, wipe Pick up out. the pieces. 
Let's take a break, Bob. All right, let's take a break. And we're back. So you <coughs> heard from Lay Buds. Yeah, Lay Buds. They uh, they sent us a, a DM saying they loved it and they're stoked and they're actually sending us a couple of Lay Buds jerseys Amazing. with our appropriate numbers, yours 27 and mine 7, and uh, look forward to getting them. My favorite sure. number Support is 27 them. because that was Dave Semenko's number. And we both play supporting roles. You know what I mean? Semenko, nice. What number That's did you pick? You want. Seven. Of course. Yeah. So let's keep playing this game. Okay. Um, you ready to rock? On or you got you got to give me one. I got one. It's kind of it's go. a Halloween novelty song. Can you guess what it is? The, we uh, did the mash. We yeah, did the monster mash. The mash. Who sang Monster Mash? Kind of timely, first of October yeah. today. Well, I mean, it's Vincent Price, but that's, uh, isn't it? Or no, I'm thinking of Thriller. <laughs> Who yeah, is that right. He did that? the kind of voice is it, stuff. Is it, is it Bella Lugosi or so, isn't it? Oh, that's old a good actor? guess. Yeah. Like, I just associate him with Lon general Chaney? spookiness. Lon Chaney. Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Keepers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did that mash? We did the mash. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand that song. Although then I think the of Steve mash? Martin singing it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Okay, here's your next one. Remember this jam? It sort of sounds like somebody's watching me. No, it's coming in. You'll hear it. Here comes the riff. What is it? It's kind of like a deeper, cooler Rick Astley. <laughs> right? I need to ride it to the chorus. <laughs> Comes the fuzz guitar. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Edwin Collins. Like no idea. No. But what? that's not a bad jam. No, it's a good jam, but like what year yeah. is that? I have no reference for It's when. like 1996 or something. Really? 97. Yeah. These mostly 90s, there's some 80s. I got going here. Well, I just thought okay. of that Shin song. That was a good jam. What's that? Remember that one? What is it? Um, I forget. <laughs> um, okay. What's that new song where the guy's like, oh, <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about? No. Oh, <laughs> he's singing like that. It's like an alternative. Kind of like a, a newer hipster band. Oh! And it's like a ticka doo, ticka doo, ticka doo, ticka doo. Oh! What is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's no, there's no way I'll be able to pinpoint it. But I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll get back to you on it. Okay. But it's like, 
it came on the radio the other day and my boys, John and Jack, just started laughing so hard. They're like, what the, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> what do you have on in the car? Are you listening to The Rock? The radio, like we mix it up. So, you know, modern hits and also classic rock. But, uh, and then like, uh, we'll do like, we'll rip over to Q107 to get some, some of that. And then maybe some, some, uh, is it the boom, the zoom or the boom FM, that one, they got like, they'll fire up the yacht rock and the eighties stuff. I dig that. Do your kids dig the yacht rock? But well, yeah, for sure. We'll also rock like the, the uh, the hip hop station, like because that's like some of that new hip hop is pretty good. So yeah, it'll mix it up. Ninety three five, and, and uh, yeah, up and down the dial depending on what's going on. And that's the thing, because I drive John and Jack usually uh, to school in the mornings and picking them up, like to their to our old neighborhood. So we all, we always get like uh, morning radio, right? So there's a good dose of of chatter. Usually Derringer, he's always kept crushing it with the boys crushing over there. Mm. With the boss, boys. Um, you like that new hip hop yeah. stuff? Some of it I do, yeah, for sure. I mean, to me, it's kind of like. That and some of the the new pop, it's like we're the most creative production and ideas kind of are. Some of the stuff is I don't like, and I don't like the formula of it. But I do like um, when I hear something that's in, innovative to me or something that's kind of cool or different. And there's a lot of musicality in some of that stuff too. Like there's some wicked performances, either some bass player crushing it or guitar or or you know uh wicked programming depends on what it is mad bars i get crazy over some mad bars <laughs> is it bars with a z is it no it can be whatever you want sure is it my turn for the next song no it's my turn okay that was my uh, warm-up ready yeah. Funky Town? Yeah. Is that Funky Town? Who's the band? Oh, Funky Town. Won't you take me to Funky It's a great jam, Funky Town. I can't remember the name of the, the band right now. What's the name of the band? Lips Inc. Lips Inc. And I think That's Lips a great has song. two P's. Like it's greasy lips ink. The the uh, coolest part of that song that's like a backward song because funk the funky town part is like the the least cool part to me. Like you think they ruined it? Yeah, to me the best is off the top. Like this is the this is the hooky part to me. <laughs> It's much slower than I remember. Yeah, you're right. That's dope. Not the same. I thought it might have been different, but it's not. Just... But yeah, this part's great. <laughs> this part. Like, the wheels are coming off the bus a little bit here. 
It's like Graceland, the verse is better than the chorus. <laughs> You're right, Graceland is a terrible chorus. <laughs> Well, it's not terrible, it's just not as good as the verse. I'm going to Graceland, Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee, I'm going to Graceland. And then to me it goes, it goes down a bit when it goes to the funky town part. And it's not even that long, the actual funky town part. But Graceland, yeah, the, the verse is just so baller. I would have said... Funky Town was more like, Bam, but won't you take me to Bam, but to Funky Town, Bam, but won't you take me? Yeah, you're you're hearing it. You're hearing it faster in your head. Why? What's the science you're there? Just jamming. Beam, you're jamming but... hard, man. You're jamming hard, man. Okay, hit me. Here we go with Graceland. Ride me slow. This takes me out. Let's go. This cruise on down. Good times. Backseat driving. This guy's a 100 head wonder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some muscle shoals gets you some. Here's a good question for you, Jeremy Taggart, before we get to the next one hit wonder. What? What artist, living or dead, if you were asked to play with them, would you be like, oh, man, I can't hang there. No, uh, no, thanks. What, like I can't play with it? Yeah. To, like I don't want to or I could no, not? can't, pref- can't like, hang. Like can't, well, Thundercat. Like I couldn't go sit in with Thundercat. Really? Like, no chance. No way, man. That's like, that's not my kind of music. Like I, I love it. And I love the way like um, Justin Brown's such a wicked drummer. I just, it's too, uh, too crazy. Way too, it's like, uh, really, uh, insane heavy metal thrash drumming, like with the feet going to 30 second notes. Like it just doesn't feel na- like it's, uh, doesn't feel natural whatsoever. The concept of even doing that, you know what I mean? So yeah, there's that, there's certain things where you're like, no, I have no chance. I, I couldn't hang there. No way. I could like play grooves and just simplify vibes but not that like off the wall over the bar line shit like that stuff is just i guess i don't easy stuff think about that often it's like um um if you work in comedy people are like oh yeah you're in comedy but sketch comedy is so different from stand-up is so different from sitcom acting i saw a norm mcdonald quote in the last couple weeks that was like in Hollywood, they say, oh, you've uh, had a couple good stand-up shows. Do you want to be a terrible actor in a sitcom? And it's kind of <laughs> yeah. true. Like, there's there's nothing to suggest if you're a good stand-up, you would be a good actor. And I guess it's true of musicians. Just because you drum doesn't mean you're a good jazz drummer. They're different dialects. Yeah, it, it more, most importantly is, like, once you find a sound... That's hard enough, but like to uh, to think you can do everything that there is is madness. Like it's no, not it doesn't make any sense. Like you can play hard, you can play quiet, you can play uh, Latin calypso. You could sit in with reggae. Like eventually, it just starts to get too much of like you will kind of shallow out if you're trying to do everything at once. You know, it's better yeah, to keep keep. Keep what you're doing and follow your own path and build your own sound and 
do what you like in, ter- in terms of what, what pushes you. But Were you conscious I mean, of general... building your own sound when you were learning? Like how, oh, that's how can all I play I that would stand out? Really? Yeah, that's all I was trying ever to do was just to have a sound because uh, that's all my favorite drummers. You knew who, who it was just from hearing a couple bars. So, I mean, that's difficult to do just in terms, because you have to kind of go down a lot of different paths to find yourself, you know, and through copying others is how you get to yourself. That's the thing. You have to kind of learn others perspectives and ideas and follow who they like to, to get to where they were. And then, you know, you, you kind of move on to something else. It's, it's good to broaden your horizons, but it's, it's, uh, it's like athletes who are trying to do everything that they can't do. Eventually they start to, it starts to hurt, hurt them to try and work on the things that they can't do instead of strengthen the things that they can do. You know what I mean? It's sometimes people can get lost by chasing the unknown when they've, they know, have all this knowledge and enough to, to compete and perform and communicate properly. Uh, probably best to strengthen those things. As opposed to like, okay, I learned this. Now I'm going to completely change my style and do something else. Because, like, uh, like I said, it, it gets you're always in a shallow place because you're not building on something. <clears throat> you're just kind of digging in the dirt. And yet when, uh, by the way, that's a great song by Peter Gabriel. When John mm. Canby did JFK, that was fishing in a different pond for him, but he crushed it um i for sure i uh told you offline i got to uh step into a tv show that was shooting here and play character um on a couple of episode arc and i think in the last 18 months is the first time since i was 15 that the bulk of my income and maybe identity didn't come from working in tv and that was both weird but also kind of a great opportunity to do two things. One is um, figure out how I do define myself outside of being buddy on TV. Um, Mm -hmm. And it turns out I'm lots of different things, which I knew. Um, But that's just always my whole adult life. That's been the answer to the question, like, what do you do or what do you do for work or, and what do you do for fun? I love my job, but if I'm being honest, I haven't had, a whole lot of joy from acting in recent years. There's lots of other stuff that gives me oxygen. I like writing and um, I like directing. I like uh, doing this corporate stuff that kind of uses a bit of all my different skills. But acting itself, I've never really self-identified as an actor. I've always thought there are lots of people that do it better than me. Um, All this to say, Mm. I got to um, play this uh, character um, who, who is really fun. Uh, I I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name of the show, but suffice to say, it this character had both of the things that I personally find really funny, which is overconfidence and underqualified. And for me, that is at the root of what I find funny personally and the characters that I like to play. And it was a nice reminder that uh, if the words are funny and the people are nice, acting can be really fun. I think exactly. I just kind of That's it. written it off that and thought I don't there. do that anymore. But yeah. this I did it with someone I really admire whose show it is. 
and uh, worked with her before on another show and really just like the way she empowers her crew and mentors people around her and um, the the feeling on set is great. So I, I was lucky to have the opportunity to work with her again. So the circumstances were great, but also the experience was too. Well, it's kind of like you're when you're in a room collaborating with great people and it's like you're being inspired constantly, that's what it's all about. So that makes sense if you're, because, you know, that's like being in a great band with, you know, great people. It's a wonderful experience and an opportunity to be creative. And uh, there's a lot of love going on when everybody's firing on full cylinders, you know, so it's something to be uh, said. And yeah, and it's... uh, it's kind of like uh it's one of those things because i think you're obviously one of the funniest people you you know that i've ever met and i tell you that all the time but like you deserve to be doing that on a on a high level at all times because it people need to you know people need that we need that in the world so it's good to see it's true and i probably uh, often uh, underestimate how important it is and it, it seems like especially in the last year plus when the people that do important jobs are really at the forefront, obviously doctors and people that work in the medical profession are kind of at the top of mind, but we've also seen how important uh, grocery store employees, delivery people, gas station attendants, all those spokes in our collective societal wheel are. So it does... Mm -hmm make you think in a way like uh, how important is what I do it is important because it's a distraction it's a change of scenery it's what they work hard to make money to do so they can do this in their spare time like yeah. you know people buying a ticket and coming to see a rock concert that's big fun for people and fun is important so I have yeah. found in a creative environment um, the thing that this uh, woman uh, friend of mine does really well is you have to make people feel like they get a vote and they can speak up and they can offer ideas and everyone can chip in. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. there are a hundred ways to core an apple and ultimately one person has to decide. So she walks that, uh, that line in a way that's really nice and respectful and makes people feel good and like they're contributing and stuff. Um, and that's really all you want in a creative environment. It's the rule in improv. You like a great like, producer. Instead of when you speak up, someone's like, nah. Yeah, no. You want to be when you speak no. up, someone's like, yes, and what if we yeah. did this? For sure. Because if people it. are throwing the nas at you, then you start to edit internally. You're like, oh, man, I better not say that because last time I said something, I got a big nah, and that's the worst. Yeah. No, it is the worst. Hey, I got, I got another jam for you right here. Okay, hit me. I think you might know this one, though. Um, when you're talking in your sleep? Yeah. By the, uh... Gotta bork. Bagork. Bagork. Gak, gak, gak. The first... The album... The album's called In Heat, and they're all sweaty looking at the camera. Yeah. The first name that popped into my head was Rembrandt's, and it's obviously not the Rembrandt's. No, but but it's close. Is it? It's, yeah, that's close. Ba-da-dum, beep, beep, da-da-dum. 
Who is it? They all kind of... The Romantics. Ah! That's a great song. Is it? You don't think? <laughs> it's kind of whatever salad. Can it's I have kind of like salad, please. <laughs> it's, I guess it's all right. Like, I think it's, it's memorable. But, the God Outdoor, yeah. God Outdoor, God like Outdoor. It, like if someone was like in the band and they came up with this, and it's like I got this idea, and this was the chorus. I'd probably be like, eh, yeah, that's good, man. Nice. Good, good jam. That's got, we got a shot at radio with that. Yeah, you know. Right? Yeah. Lyrically, it makes sense. Everybody's talking in their sleep and it's like, oh, what, what are you saying? What the hell? Who, who was that you were talking about last night in your sleep? Well, the huh? idea. The secrets. The idea <sighs> that there are secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep, like that is a good idea. Yeah. Like. Let's let's dig into this. When you close your eyes and you go to sleep and it's down to the sound of a heartbeat, I can hear the things that you're dreaming about. When you open up your heart and the truth comes out, uh -uh. you tell me that you want me. You tell me that you need me. You tell me that you love me. And I know that I'm right because I hear it in the night. <laughs> so he's like... He's like at a bar and <laughs> hear the secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep. Wait, that was such <laughs> a good setup. But then the payoff was kind of weak sauce. Yeah. It kind of seems like he's like, she was going to say something and he's bumming. But no, he's just like using it as a way to try and get closer. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm right. You do want me. Yeah, it's, it's, that's all he does. He keeps going on the same thing. Doesn't doesn't change. When you close your eyes and fall asleep, everything about you is a mystery. Um, there's a song oh, by Pink and uh, <laughs> Nate Roos from Fun that is a duet about. Um, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song about like the bed kind of being between them and I don't know, I, I think you're reading it wrong and you're saying stuff in your sleep and uh, just yeah. give me a reason. That's what it's called. That's a great song. Look at how many people wrote this. Cause Candler, G Candler, that could be the same guy, Jimmy Marinos, Mike Skill, Peter Solly, Wally Palmar, Oh, and then Walter Palmar Chuck, which sometimes they show like their stage name and then they add their real name. So I think that's what this is, like their stage name followed by real names. How many masks wrote it? Well, I guess it's just the four dudes. But uh, they all have fake names. So it's like <laughs> Billy Burger and then like Billy Bats, <laughs> right? Like it's the... The real name. Oh, it's the like their uh, maiden names. <laughs> yeah, John McIntyre, Johnny Mackensauce. <laughs> Did you ever debate changing your name for more of a stage name? No, I always felt I loved my name. It was solid. It is solid. I like I like my name. I like the last name. I like the first name. It's perfect. I've always been happy with it. Um, but I mean, it makes sense that Rain changes name because Mike. There was two mics in the band, and 
Mike is just a Mike name. So, makes sense. And he loved himself some Bono. So Who he, did? Bono gonna do it. Rain loved himself some Bono. Rain so he's gonna do the Bono move. Oh, yeah. Rain, rain spotting was classic, by the way. People loved that. Yeah. Did you ever hear from next... any of the boss? Well, I never asked. And oh, yeah, then nobody said, hey, I heard you uh, having a laugh. No, no one mentioned anything. Were you having a laugh? <laughs> no, because Steve was being so awesome the whole time and, and, and always will be. So, yeah. Yeah. We were just, we just thought it was hilarious that you just kept running into him everywhere. I know. Like, if you were trying to avoid him, <laughs> yeah. it, it wouldn't work. Okay. Couple more uh, one hit wonder <laughs> speed rounds. Okay. Afternoon Delight. Well, I think you'll know that one. Yeah, Afternoon Delight. Uh, it's like the a family or something like that, or it's a family. The band. Yeah. I can't remember the name. Starland. But I just remember Starland Band. Starland Magical Band. Starland Vocal Band. Vocal Band. Yeah. Um, well, there's some stuff going on there. That's, uh, I'm going to send you this picture of the Starland vocal band. Well, some... it was a family. And I remember a story of like, apparently like whoever was producing it couldn't believe how amazing they were with harmonies. They were just like ridiculous. Okay. But doesn't afternoon delight mean getting things going in getting the afternoon? It on. Yeah. So is that not a weird song to sing with your siblings? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think it's about them the, together. I don't know. if Is it siblings? Maybe it's not. <laughs> Maybe it's like husband and wife and other people in the wife's family or something. Husband and wife and people. I don't know. Stuff. Well, that's kind yeah. of a weirdy. Um, like ABBA. How it's like they were married and then they broke up because they di divorced and then they're like never getting back together is that why they broke up yeah because they hated each other and now they're back well a few years For, ago I, someone I, offered I, them a billion dollars in the 90s they were offered a billion and they, said, and they no. said no like that's some crazy stuff you gotta not like somebody a lot to say no to a billion dollars a billion like you can create a make it your work. own room yeah, for sure. But they they're back now, and they have like a new jam, and they're gonna do the. They probably got they took the Billy this time. Maybe it was two Billy this time. Wow. Live Nation or something was like, come on. Starland Vocal Give Band began Billy. as Fat City, a husband and wife duo of Bill Danoff that's and right. Taffy so Never. The they there co wrote the song "Take Me Home, Country Roads." Oh. Um, they That's recorded two bank. albums as Fat City. Then in the mid-70s, a Starland vocal band was formed and subsequently signed to Winsong Records. They also included John Carroll and Margot Chapman. Carroll and Chapman also became a couple, marrying in 78. Oh, there you go. So it was there two couples. All right. Here's uh, Afternoon Delight here's was number one, one in 1977. How about this one? I don't think you'll get this one. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. No, that's not a one-hit wonder. Let's hear it for the boy, Denise. Come on. 
Come on. Let's, you let's hear for the boy Denise uh, Williams. Yes, that's crazy. Is it? Yes. I know. It, I knew it was let's hear for the boy, and I remember Denise, but Williams, I was not sure about. That is strong. He's a Romeo. He's a lovely woman show. Oh, too high. I could just see you like cruising around, going to uh, getting some ice cream and PEI as a kid, and this is on. Well, I feel like this was the comedy montage in Footloose, teaching the country boy to dance, oh, wasn't it? That's right, like the montage of them. Yeah, try it again. Oh, my hat and... fell off. Try it again. Oh, oh my oh, belt. Oh. Try it again. We'll take and your boots like, off. Bork. They're laughing. Yeah. They're all laughing. Just have fun with it, man. Loosen up. It Just was have that. fun. Maybe he's no Romeo. He's not loving one man show. Um, okay, one. Hey, I have two you know last what blows? one hit wonders. You know what? By the way, Annalise like, has this, like, unbelievable memory with lyrics like i can't believe well a song will come on and it's like an old song and she's just because she's heard it a few times she's like pounding the lyrics every word and like all the rhythm nuances and stuff is she singing she while doing... playing piano no it's just like on the radio if she hears it and she's like turn it up and she knows like all the words and all the little like she was from beyonce to like great um uh like She'll know like Toto or like uh, some random old song like from the seventies. I love she'll, that. She'll she'll have heard it and just fires it up and knows every word. I'm like, you got to take some vo vocal lessons with your piano lessons. It'll help you if she's t picking it up so fast. So. She can play and sing. She's pretty good. Indie singing in the shower is one of my favorite sounds in the world because she's just giving her. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that, man. Me too. Like, that's the thing now. Anna's like, uh, wants uh, wants control and wants us to listen to her playlists. And it's interesting music that I've never heard. Like, pop music that's kind of alternative in a way and cool and quirky. Like, bands that are on YouTube that aren't really, you, you know, putting it, their music out in the same way. But they're, they're it's interesting music. So... And I like that that she's uh she's into it and she's actually wants to like uh you know it's part of her life now music in a way the so best. it's great. Yeah. Well, she's 11 now and uh getting into that that idea of learning uh just getting into life and having your like I think I didn't start really getting into music until I was about 14. Like seriously, and she uh, she's already seriously into it, so it's great. It's the best. Are you kidding? It's the best. The piano's in yeah. the basement. Indy will be down there practicing, and Shug has her guitar in her room now, so that she'll be more apt to play it. So here's Shug upstairs nice. shredding, and Indy in the basement playing piano. <laughs> That's cool. I just man. want them to be a That's duo. Really like if sure. you guys are a rock duo in high school, you're already the coolest kids there. Exactly. Get yeah. her going. And then sometimes the old man going. sits in on the drums. That's right. And old Uncle Jer, too. Terrible. Double drums. Good job, bud. Good job, bud. Talk to you next week. Have a great week, bud. You too. <laughs>